hello everybody, welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here on the podcast this week. Stu is here. Teeth are all in one shape. Yes! So this is the first time you've been on since Toothgate, where your tooth <laughs> fell out after a minute. Yeah. How is... With this same glass as well, I was quite apprehensive. Was that, that's actually a new glass. Thank you very much. <laughs> well, why does it look exactly the same as the others? I, I go to Ikea. That's my... Bug boy. Good it, bug boy. Anyway, tooth okay? It, nothing changed. I mean, when I, co- I coughed it out in the pub later on that, that night, after Dan dropped it off. How would you cough it off? I don't... It's when I thought I'd, I'd swallowed it all. And I just had a pint, and it was like something that was stuck in my throat. So I thought, well, there was obviously nothing in the pint. And I said, eh, and it came up in my hand. And I thought, oh, well, that's a bonus. Oh, dear. And um, I just went home, and I thought, well, that's dentist tomorrow. And nothing's happened. It hasn't hurt at all. Phantom tooth. That's bizarre. That's bizarre. Speaking of bizarre, Ben's here as well. Evening. <laughs> and uh, I don't know why. Uh, Dan's here as well. Hello. <laughs> I'm just I'm very bizarre. Yeah. So you... So you, it just fell out. I, I literally lifted the glass up. I, I was sip of the sip of this pure well, unadulterated say, orange squash. Unadulterated sexual orange squash, and my t- I was thinking, ah, and it, half of it just fell out. And then I, I gulped it. I swallowed it temporarily. I'm glad. I, I'm glad I wasn't on that one. Yeah, because it sounds. It, it was just weird. It was a great start of the show, <laughs> yeah. I must say. Um, and we're going to have even more fun tonight, gentlemen, because we're going to talk about Huddersfield, of course. Well, yes. <laughs> uh, and we're going to do Cardiff preview and all the bits and bobs into that as well. We're going to do the quiz, and by popular demand, the quiz format has slightly changed. Dan, how do you feel about the slight change to format before we get into it later on? It was necessary. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Right, we're going to just briefly touch on the Bournemouth game first, and Wolves drew one all on Saturday to Bournemouth with Jimenez in the penalty in the second half to give the draw. Gentlemen, I don't want to talk about this game much because, let's be face it, the one game we don't want to talk about, there's a lot more to talk about with that one. So with Bournemouth, some bullet points. Was it a penalty to Bournemouth, the first one? Yeah, uh, yeah I, th- I think so. I've seen it about 50 times. and I thought it was at the time. Yeah. Mm. I mean, watching... They were all... That was that was a penalty. The other one, uh, going on live, not replays. The other one was a foul. It wasn't in the area. Couldn't say that a bit. But yeah, it, at the time, it looked a stonewall penalty to me. There was no no questioning. Why what, the first one? Yeah, yeah, the yeah, first one. Why yeah. why stick your leg out like that when you know you're just asking for trouble mm. and you're asking for someone to go over? So it was full penalty for me. When you watch the slow motion replays, he does. He's made the most of it, and his yeah. his like left leg started moving when it wouldn't. But it was I thought it was a I thought it was a penalty. I didn't really have a massive issue with that one. Dan, I don't think it was a penalty. No, but in the laws of the game now, he's he's given, isn't it? I, I think you know if, if a Wolves player goes down like that in the box and we win a penalty, I'm saying yeah, it's a penalty. Yeah, but yeah. You don't want players going down that easy in the box, do you? But that's the game now. I just think my opinion of it only changed after I'd watched fifteen replays of it. <laughs> So, uh, to me, that's a penalty. If you have to watch it 15 times to say that it's not, yeah. then it probably then you can't moan about it being given. Uh, the Wolves penalty. Was it a penalty? Yes. Yeah. Stonewaller. Yeah. The yeah. ball, this was the thing, cause, I mean, the older people, again, who have trouble with these things and change, they say, oh, yeah, but he got a, he shot away. But the ball wasn't dead. The ball never went over the, the goal line, did he? It never went out of, out of touch. So, to speak, so it was a penalty. That was the only th- thing that people were moaning around, around me. So, oh, well, he's got, he's got, no. well, it doesn't matter. It's like, 
brilliant. Eddie Howe said if it was anywhere else on the pitch, it was a foul. So was it not a foul in the area? Stupid. Good. We scored. That's all that matters. Yep. Uh, and then final one. Uh, was it a Bournemouth penalty again? Well, no, he's miles outside the box. I thought that was obvious from the first time I saw that in real time. I could see he was outside the box. I have to ask the question. Nice. Not that I'm contractually obliged. I just feel like I have to ask the question. I think we watched it, we watched it on Saturday, didn't we? After yeah, yeah, our yeah. illustrious production meeting, which, which set the world to rights. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, even at that time, I thought he was outside the box. He's a... Uh, Leverage going outside the box, let him in. See, when when it was the Wolves penalty, we were all waiting for it to happen, and then I was really nervous. And then, literally, about ten seconds before the penalty, Dan went, "Dave, don't worry, Wolves have scored. It's on my phone." <laughs> I couldn't do it. I, I, I could I could see the panic in his eyes, and I just like the, he was drained. And I just it, the night the fancy football notification came on saying that we'd scored, and I was like, "Dave, it's okay." Well, mine was so far behind that by the time I'd text my mate to say that we'd equalised. He told me that Bournemouth had a penalty. Well, yeah. So, well, you went to the toilet, brilliant. didn't you? I went to the toilet and I thought, oh, I can, I can relax now. And then I came out. Was it a poo? No, it was the number one. Thank you very much. <laughs> you went just the way you I said did, you just, relax. Uh, I was just like, oh, is it a penalty to Bournemouth? Oh, okay. <laughs> but I'd said about ten minutes before our penalty that I said, oh, you know, sods will be walls will get a penalty and they'll miss it. Yeah. Oh, I thought it's all set up here. It's a good pan. Yeah, it was a good pen actually. A bit Smooth. too, no, bit too like laxadaisical like for me. Past the holy goalie. Yes, yeah. yeah. It was it, the, the stream was so far behind. I had it in my pocket. Just it, I thought oh, look, I'll have my own VIR session, my own <laughs> VIR party. And whenever anything and a lot did happen in that game, it was like phone out of pocket, just watch, just wait for it to come up. And pretty much every single time, it, it showed it within about ten fifteen seconds. And you're such an impressive nerd at times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, so I can just imagine you sat there. Just when everyone else is celebrating, I'm just going to watch this again. It was on ball, lads. It was on ball, lads. <laughs> but everyone joined in, though. And because that place is so small, they want, they want the usual, well, let's all hog the uh, the 4G signal. So it was brilliant. 50 people crowded yeah. round your phone. It was a beautiful moment. <laughs> I, I had the edge over everyone else. Um, was it a fair result in the balance of play? Was one all a fair result? I, yeah, I thought so. We had the first yeah. 20, 25 minutes, day we? And then after that, it kind of... It kind of got scrappy and he lost a bit of control. And now he's been relegated to the Championship for the weekend. He has, has he? Oh, Roger East. Uh, so, yeah, Bournemouth got a point. You know what, though, gentlemen? We hit the Magic 40, though. Fantastic. I was very, very pleased. I'm just glad that we've kicked on since then as well. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm at the beach already. Just like Wolves were last night. I'm at the beach already. We hit Magic 40. Don't care now. <laughs> Don't care. Really don't. We're not yeah. mathematically safe, though, are Don't we? Don't say that. <laughs> it's a five-game swing. It's a five... No, I think six-game swing, depending on results tonight. I oh, know, it's still a five-game swing. I wouldn't worry about it. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it is f- absolutely fine. Are we still the highest-placed, seventh-placed team? Highest-placed? Highest-placed, seventh-placed... Highest-point-scoring, <laughs> seventh-placed team in the Championship. Well, I've got no idea what the question yeah, is. No, I'm, I'm missing that. Yeah. To, oh, know, to finish seventh? Yeah. With the highest points. Highest points scoring seventh place team in the championship. <laughs> in the, the championship? Yeah, in the, the history yeah. of the championship. Under Jackie, no finished seventh that season. Points and finished seventh than Wolves. Oh, have. okay, I get it now. I'm going to have to hear that back later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it now, yeah. So uh, I don't know. So we could still be the I highest think... points scoring relegated team, but, yeah? So, yes. I'm sure someone's been relegated on 45 before, though. Don't. Please don't. <laughs> Please don't. Is it us? 
No, no, no. I think we've yeah we've equalled our highest highest points total in the Premier League now, haven't we? Yeah. <laughs> and it's <laughs> February. <laughs> Oh. Which just shows the astoundingly bad Premier League seasons we've had before. It does. <coughs> and should we talk about an astoundingly bad game, gentlemen? Let's go. You are, well, you're not contractually obliged, but you are here. So <laughs> Stu's, Stu's caught eight buzzies to talk about last <laughs> night. <laughs> right, gentlemen, well, it was Wolves' first defeat in, in eight games on Tuesday night. Wolves lost to bottom the table to Tool Town away at the St John Swift Stadium. Uh, Mooney with the goal, of course, in the 91st minute. We've all scored those last-minute goals, gentlemen. So there's only going to be time before somebody scored a goal against us now. It was all coming at roses, wasn't it, for Wolves? But inside those roses, there was... St- Bees ready a to big stink. plate of oh. shit. <laughs> that actually was a massive bee yesterday as well. That was the whole, I was going to, I was going to save this for later, but it, it it was it was about two inches long. It was it looked it looked like you know you know. Um, <laughs> I felt like I'd, I'd got that Simpsons reference so well done, and then <laughs> Stu right there. Well, I saw a bee yesterday. <laughs> In the second half, it was it was like he was taking the piss out of us. It was. <laughs> <laughs> But we we had nothing else to look, look forward to or watch because it was so diabolically awful. That it, it was, so it, was you looking forward to the bee? No, it, <laughs> it, it flew past and it looked like a puppet bee. It was that big. It looked, you know, one of them animatronic things that they were. No, oh, you've never been to Gadget Show. Like, no, absolutely <laughs> not. It it looked like one of the bees out of X Files, where they had all the engine bioengineered them. It was ridiculous. I've never seen anything like it. It wasn't a hornet or anything like that. It was a proper fat, massive bee, and that was the highlight of the night. <laughs> Wow. I mean, I don't even talk about I, just, film, I, I, I don't know what to say about that. And then Twitter, Twitter, Twitter corner there, we do. <laughs> Huddersfield yeah. stung us worse than that thing did. Oh, I'm he, just he, glad, he got it back there. I'm just glad we didn't get the result, but the performance was really bad. Yeah. <laughs> right, let me just throw out some stats just to roll everybody up, because I know everybody was quite upset in the WhatsApp group last night, looking at Ben right now. Uh, I want to throw out Oh, some... he nearly got it as well last night. He went Alex Mild last yeah, night in did. the WhatsApp. Yeah, oh, I, I he was. He was I, looking, my my he phone was got turned upside well. down and put on the coffee table for I 10 said, minutes. You knew exactly what you were doing. You knew exactly what you were doing. I said it was Alex half... after Villa, that was. I said at half-time, it would not surprise me if we oh, congratulations. I just predict- a time and a place, Dave. I predicted the future. That's all I did. Can't blame me for that. Well, I, I said all oh, we, we we were seventeen to four on the um, on the Sunday night, and then we went down to uh, as low as four to one for Huddersfield to win. I got forty eight quid back. It was it was inevitable. Every cloud, eh? Yeah, it, it was just so so blatantly obvious that it was going to happen again. Because I mean, there's bogey teams and there's taking the piss, and that's what they are. <laughs> it's, it's just. I don't like that you bet on Wolves to lose, to I be honest. Yeah, I, 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 no, I totally, shot. I think it's totally disgraceful, to be honest. <laughs> I, I, I wish I'd done it myself. <laughs> I would, no, I don't think I, even now I know the result, I still wouldn't have put money on Huddersfield. I would, have happily, yeah. I would have happily lost a £10. Well, for a draw. Well, yeah. Gentlemen, stats-wise, 43% of Huddersfield's points this season have come against Wolves. Fantastic. Fantastic. Uh, first te- now, they're the first team to do the double over us this season, as far as I'm aware. Yeah. Uh, it was their first win in all competitions since they beat us back in November. Uh, from that run, they only picked up one point out of 42, uh, and only scoring six goals, and Wolves recorded no shots on target in that game. Uh, slow, lethargic, tiresome were some of the kind words used about last night's performance. They really looked off the pace, gentlemen. So what went wrong last night? Why did Wolves lose to Huddersfield Town FC? Well, partly the bloke in the dugout was quite a large contributor to the defeat after five minutes you could see the shape was wrong didn't need the extra man in midfield I don't think last night could have sacrificed 
he should have sacrificed either Dendonka or Neves quite early on and bring on either Gibbs White or bring on Troy Ray. Right. I just thought it was too negative and it we just it was just terrible. The subs were terrible. There was no pace to it and I just thought it was dreadful. Really, really, really bad. It was like, oh, yeah. you know, when you used to download something on on Napster and you've been looking forward to it for two days and then it just turns up in, in and it turns into slow lethargic granny porn. That's what it was like. It was such a massive such disappointment. <laughs> it was such a massive disappointment and it was so obvious, like Ben said, it was so obvious from five minutes in. Was that an actual experience there? It must yes, be. It it's was. too specific that was for way it too to be yeah, specific. Yeah, yeah. We, I was the first one in our little group of friends to have broadband wire, so I had, to, I had to test the waters with these things. Oh, no, it wasn't. Sorry, it wasn't absolute. It was Morpheus. Clarification. Good for the clarification right there. But um, no, no, it was It was from... I mean, we got in two minutes into, after kick-off because of the ridiculous traffic levels and everything, and I wish we'd, we'd been delayed more. It was it was one of them that where I mean fair play to them I mean they their fans were superb. I thought I, know this, I thought this, they were good as well. I thought Huddersfield yeah. were really good. You know what Spears said as well that you can't see why they can absolutely maul us to death twice and be bottom of the league and be one of the worst teams in Premier League history ever. It doesn't make any sense. They they've beaten the worst team. Yeah, yeah. Still, we, well, yeah, we, Darby, Darby. eleven. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But if you take their put, if you take what they've got against us. That have seven points this season. Is it like? Oh no, I can't say that because it's really disrespectful to Huddersfield. Is it like Panama scoring that goal against England? <laughs> no, no, because no, that was when they were six 0 down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, so Nuno got it's, it wrong. It's like when Northern Ireland beat England. That's what it's like. That it shouldn't have happened. I don't think there was that big a gulf. Well, yeah, but that's the, that's why it was so disappointing because there is on the you look at the league table and there is such a gulf. But on the pitch, they're, they're cursed. Whatever witchcraft they've got over us, words again. I don't think any other side in that top eight or nine puts that performance in that we did last night. And people can point out specific results that other teams have had, but not that performance. That performance level was diabolically bad. You don't go to bottom of the league and not register one shot on target. Yeah. It was a disgrace. Mm-hmm. And people can say you can't point the finger at Nuno, but the book stops at him. And like we said, to repeat what you're saying, sub, the way we set up was wrong. Substitutions, I can't remember, last time we got a substitution, right? Probably a Traore or Cavalera. Um, Cavalera arm to Southampton. But why is Traore sat on the bench? He's, he's got to have upset him. It, I just don't understand. Unless Costa is like Messi in training, how he keeps on coming on before Traore, he's just, it boggles my mind and gives one to pull his finger out as well. But Traore came off the bench on Saturday and had a really good cameo so you think I actually thought there might, there's a chance that he starts last night because I thought Jota might be a bit tired a bit leggy and I thought Traore might start and to not even bring him on at any point during the game it's, it's absolutely it's just baffling I, I don't I don't know how else to say to, that you can look at the, the two's body of work from this season and think that that Costa's a better option off the bench. Costa's a liability. And the tide has turned now, and he it, 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 it was on thin ice as well, but last night was absolutely... It was a joke. It was beyond... I mean, we've had some shit players here in the last 20 years, but he's just... He doesn't look like That's taking it a bit far for that him. That performance last night... Yeah, but for one, one game. No, it's not, not been it? for one game. That's no, but, as it, no but... he's, okay. turned, he's turned in to what I said in the, in the group yesterday. He's turned into Manuel Thetis levels of shit. <laughs> And he just starts because it, you look before it yet. Yeah, he hasn't come back from that injury. 
that injury was two years ago now. He wasn't he he wasn't putting performances in the end of last season either. Van der Parra Van der Parra is better than Costa is now. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's swallowing he's floating around. He's not I mean the the shirking challenges and worrying about your ankles and there's just being a fairy and just not being bothered and not getting involved and that was it was disgusting yesterday. And at least it, it however bad Neves was and you're looking three or four out of ten territory, at least he still had a go and still put his foot in where needed be. There was no no point cost for being there. You mentioned Neves. Why I don't understand why sometimes Neves was having a shocker last night. I don't understand why you still bring Matinho off after an hour, who probably looked our most likely to create something, and Neves didn't at any point. And I just I don't I don't understand unless Matinho had a knock, which he didn't look like he did. No. Then that sub to me is just it's so so confusing. He he looked he looked the fittest player on the pitch. Yeah, completely. And yeah, I know he's thirty two and whatever, but it does what what does that matter when? We've got Cardiff on Saturday. That game needed changing there and then. You could rest yeah, Matinho yeah. and put Sace in and bring Matinho on on Saturday if needs be. Of course and do it that way. Remember, it was just stupid. There was The whole thing was just rotten from the from the top to bottom. You, you kept thinking that it couldn't get any worse and it just kept and then Costa getting, came on. And then it just kept getting worse though as it went on. I mean, there was that one pass from Neves towards the end that just summed, summed his performance up when he just put it straight out for a goal kick and it... I'm not. I'm not singling Nevers out because he didn't stop trying. Um, you know, there was still effort to create things. He was still, you know, he didn't shy, shy away from it. But he he was poor. But it was it was just so so bad. I mean, if you look you look through the team, Patricio was pretty damn good for what he what he had to do, and his kicking was spot on all night for all the uh, hate irrational haters for what and the, the thing to Doherty again. He did it once, maybe twice. He didn't go for a throwing, and it, that seems to be fixed. Doherty looked like he he had one of them games where he didn't want to be there. Bennett was looked clumsy. Cody and, and Bolly the same. It was just you look at the the, the good performances. You, Johnny, Matinho, maybe Jota at a push because he although he tried, he didn't really create much. But it was just a joke from start to finish. It was a, a complete joke. And you look, you're gonna you look at it and you think, oh yeah, we we go again and all the all the rhetoric and stuff. But how do you go again from being that bad? How do you lift the how do you lift players' heads from being so shit? And the supporters as well. How you got people turning up and yeah, we got Man United in three weeks and whatever. But if we carry on like that, there's no point because you, you turn up and you raise your your levels for the big games. But you've got to have somewhere to base that level from to start with. And it's rock bottom at the minute. But what, when was the last really bad game though? Was it Huddersfield though, ironically? It, it, last home. night was worse than the home game. Yeah. But absolutely. Oh, yeah. That's it. Last night was probably the worst game under Nuno. And I'd go that far because it was atrocious. But didn't we see... Didn't we the, say that about Cardiff and Huddersfield earlier on the season? Though? Yeah, but... The, Is it going... It's it's getting... <laughs> that's what I mean. They, they've been surpassed. But in, these in, seems to, in this levels. is what I'm trying to make. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make out that these do still seem to be rare... Glances in yeah. the run, though. It's not like we've been on a massive run and this is now the worst one. This is a worst game in a nearly, what was eight games unbeaten, and now we had a really bad game to stop that run. Fair enough. And it's frustrating because it was Huddersfield and the fact they've only got 11 points. I don't care who it was against. Yeah. To me, that it's bad that we didn't have a shot on target and things like that. I don't care that it was against Huddersfield. The performance was, it could have been against anyone. If we'd have played Chelsea last night and put that performance in, I'd be just as annoyed because it was absolutely just. 
it was just pathetic. Yeah, it was like when I came on here and ranted about Man City because before before Bolly got off, got sent off, we weren't at the races against Man City either. Some was a bit off there, and we weren't performing as we had been. And then when he when he was down to ten, there was only one result. But you get bad games, but you don't get sick performances like that was last night. And that's not sick in the youth kind of way. It was it was sickening to watch it. It mm. was just disgusting. I want to talk about Nuno just putting on there with tactically, and we talk and we we talk about this in the WhatsApp a bit about how he's not a messiah, is he? Really? Like don't you know what he's done? The club is fantastic, and he will always be revered for that. But I do get the sense sometimes that Nuno can't be touched and he can't get things wrong. Apart from Mike who was it who said in the group the other day that saw back and would have done a better job if he'd had the money? No, I, I, I think qu- it was I, me, but <laughs> I questioned whether he, he could have done the same job. It's like he can't be questioned, can he? But as I said, the book stops with him. He doesn't want to change it. He never wants to change the actual shape of the team. It's just you know, it's all about being organised, compact, balanced. That was blah, boring. Blah that was boring. blah. But sometimes you just have to mix it up just to stop other teams just knowing what you're going to do. Yeah, I know it's difficult because people will say you need perspective because we're eighth in the league, we're on forty points, we're in the FA Cup quarter final. But I still think if if Wolves are going to get to where they want to be, when these because it's not even the results, it's the performances that have been bad. You you've got to look at the manager occasionally. Obviously, I'm not I'm not saying that he's going to be sacked or that he should be sacked or that he should be anywhere near being sacked. He's probably the safest the safest manager in the in the Premier League, and quite rightly so. But that doesn't mean that you can't question him when it's when it goes as badly well, as it did. That was the kind of point I wanted to make on Nuno. So. Brendan Rodgers signs for Leicester last night. What do we all think of that, by the way? I think it's a good appointment. I yeah. think it's a really good appointment, actually. Yeah. He's he can't win anything else up there, can he? So, what can you, I know, yeah, he he had a chance to do the treble, treble, but so it's, it's you park football, ain't who cares? It's, so, it's it's a bit of a coup for Leicester, actually. So, it's, when they were interviewing loads of Celtic fans, the, the common phrase that were coming out was, "Oh, you know, Lordy's dead in football," you know. And you hear that phrase a lot with football, don't you? When a footballer goes and joins a team and he's perhaps doing well, it's a frustration for us as football fans because you think, oh, you know, Lord is dead. But at the same time, I think that rule applies to fans as much as it does to players. You know, as much as what Nuno has done at the, at the club, if he goes on a poor run or next season, you know, Wolves would start really badly, fans will turn on him. Well, you look at... To, you know, you yeah. look at what Ranieri did at Leicester. Yeah, it doesn't matter how well a, a, a person does and how much people say, oh, you know, you've got to trust in Nuno and all of, you know, he's earned our trust now. End of the day, as long as a manager has a, a run of six or seven bad games, and especially in Wolves' position, where people fear it could all go backwards, I think it has to be more, than six. I think it has to be more yeah. than six or seven games. But people will turn eventually. Yeah. You can't, you yeah. can't, you know... I can't see people like having Nuno potentially, hopefully never does, have a sustained really bad run and people saying, oh, it doesn't matter if we're in the bottom three because look at what Nuno did before. Yeah, it's the old Mick quote eh, that I'll end up, one day I will be sacked from this place. And that's not me saying you have to wonder if it, oh, you know, got to worry about Nuno. I'm just trying to make the point that people say, you know, Lorty's dead in football, but it it, it works with, with, with fans as much as football Sometimes you just have well. to let people go as well, don't you? Yeah. You just have to let him go, Dave. <laughs> He's going to go at some point, ain't he? Yeah. yeah. One way or the other. Either. One way or another. Yeah. It's saying like, you know, 
going back like when Lescott Lescott was Lescott was too good for Wolves in the end that you had to let him go and Celtic I'm just well it's just a Scottish team isn't it well, on, the, on the totally Scottish he can't, he can't do any better in, in Europe with him can he no what can he do there look Nuno is great but he isn't the Messiah I think he's what I'm trying to protect at every, this point he's not now yeah and every, you've got to be able to pick holes yeah exactly because otherwise yeah. what's the what's the point in being a fan if if Everyone genuinely thinks that as good as it's ever going to be under Foson is finishing seventh or eighth, then fair enough, never criticise whatever <coughs> Nuno's doing because he's doing the perfect job. If you think that Wolves can and will be in the future aiming high, then you've got a you've got a look. I'm not like I said, I'm not saying that Nuno should ever be sacked mm. at the moment because the job he's done is amazing. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that when he puts in performances like he did last night that you can't call him out because it, he, if you were rating him out of 10 last night it'd have been a foot three mm. what worries me is this thing that he wants a small squad and young players if we're ever going to well, if, if we're getting Europe which is, I, don't, I think we've flopped it now to be honest I don't think we're going to get seventh we're not getting fifth due no I think that's that's, <laughs> that's long gone that's now, gone again now. but the fact that you had to bring on Costa for Jimenez last night was yeah. That was a worry. But does that, that, would you but take Jimenez off? Yeah, there's no fault. Got points like two ends net wingers up front. What's the point? He'd rather it, bring on Troy Ray in that situation. Yeah. Like yeah. again, even but without looking at. But does that show um, a disconcern over the last few weeks of lack of quality? There is a, probably a bit of depth in there, but it's now the quality well, of that. Depth. I'm questioning the depth again. I have, me personally, because I think. I mean, I read like Spears or Judah said like he'd had a good game when he came on last night, but. He isn't doing anything for me. Who, like who is that? Sorry? Gibbs. Okay. I, don't, no. I can't remember last time he had a good performance when he came off the bench. Since Danny Murphy started creaming all over him, he ain't he ain't played well at all. In any, I actually any, thought he was better he, last he, night. He came on last he night and he, all, he, all he was trying to do last night was little drag backs and flicks. He yeah. wasn't actually trying to contribute in, in he had that one, play or anything He had that, like that. one pasture play where he, in, he, he was in the box and he had two or three players to pick it and he put it straight in the keeper's hands. Yeah. And that's the one thing that stood out for me last night for him. He, he tried to do a nice little turn on Billing at one point and just got ushered away like a little kid. I like the his dad. If well, when Huddersfield get relegated, I, I think that Billing looks real, a real player. Yeah, Billing and Moy as yeah. well. Yeah, I think Billing looks. Billing could be a, a better version of Sace. Yeah, for me. yeah, definitely. Just a, a strong defensive midfielder when we need to go away from home and just be a bit more solid. Wolves yeah. still seem to have this inability to break down teams as well. It, the, you know that story continues. Is there a way to try and change that? Do you think? Have a shot on target would. <laughs> well, that's would a, it's a good start, isn't it? But even like, a, like Neves just, from long range was nearly yeah. in corner Reece, flag last night, wasn't it? And my little um, halfway halfway um, report thing when I had to go Neves for this, this exact same reason that he's actually done from apart from the Liverpool goal, he hasn't scored at all from outside the box all season long. I don't remember uh, him testing the keeper since. No. He had the, he's, the Liverpool goal. And probably the Leicester game as well. Two minutes in. Yeah, yeah. Michael, yeah. But, but, yeah but, but, I, I, apart I from that one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, and, you know, the other one. Apart from the one that nearly went in the top quarter from 30 yeah. yards. And... You're going back to the first game of the season where he's actually been what he was last season. And even last season, he didn't score all the time. He was just... Uh, he had less shots from outside the box and it, he seems to be more focused on that this time. He's just wayward. I mean, it, it's he's got a better strike rate, the same kind of accuracy as Sace from outside the box. It's ridiculous for the talent that he's got. Could this be a good thing though? We've we've talked about how 
Yes, we've had this unbeaten run, but the results have been okay recently, and you could tell that perhaps it was papering over certain cracks. If it was that bad last night, could this actually be a good thing that's highlighted things that need to be fixed? Well, it, you'd like to think that it can't be any worse than that last yeah. night, and surely, if if anything does come out of it, then maybe maybe the manager has a look. Because fair play to him, when, when we went on that poor run earlier in the season, he did have a look, he did change it. But you've also got to be looking again now, okay, well... Is there something else that I can do? Is there mm. another? And ho- you know, and you'd like to think. Well, it's not so like, but you've got to be thinking now that he's Costa's getting close to burning his last bridges as well. And Troyal Ray's value at Wolves doubled last night, and he didn't come, didn't play a minute. But to me, he became a much more important member of the squad in not playing last night than if he would have came on. Yeah, and he looked great on Saturday as well. Yeah, he looked brilliant. Yeah, he looked really the situ- good. Situation with Costa and Troyore is because they're not getting regular game time. They're never going to look really good. No, no, because I uh, think they need those are the sort of players that need a good run of games. Well, because if if a player like Troyore comes off the bench, then he's thinking I need to do something in this fifteen minutes to get a start next time. So it's a little bit more rushed. But Troyore at least tries. That's the the difference between him and Costa is when Troyore comes on, you you feel like he's going to be trying and. I, Strangely, I don't feel that with Costa at all, in any in any facet of his play. Can we argue this is yes? Okay, I, I know I know level performance it was last night. I still think Huddersfield Town, where they are, perhaps factors in slightly. Is it a bit of a knee jerk reaction? Thirteen and fourteen games they've beat us now in the league, something like that. Yeah, fourteen and sixteen. Yeah, yes, yeah, so that's mad. <laughs> Sometimes you just have to realise they're a bargain team, isn't that? Mm. Yeah, I went to the the one where we beat them four one, and I was asking around on the coach last night, and even that some of the diehards didn't go that night because they're sick of getting, going up there and losing. I'm not saying having a bargain team is acceptable. Yeah, I'm just, I'm, shouldn't, but what, what I was thinking is like, and you can't say that uh, you can't say Willie Bolly was thinking. Oh God, I remember when we got done here in 1998. <laughs> it's just really playing on my mind. Yeah. Like he, he wouldn't have even known no, that no. Wolves were a football team in 1998. Yeah. Well, he might have been 2000 when Ludo Apollo was playing for us. I don't so. think he would have. <laughs> you, you're saying he that Willie Bolly didn't have a poster of Ludo Apollo? He wouldn't have been wall. thinking, oh God, look at the way Andy Booth's dealing with these Wolves defenders. Like, I hate facts. Like, It sounds nice, but you shouldn't <coughs> be going, oh, well, we just always lose to Huddersfield. It's just what we do. We lost the bottom of the league. Don't matter that they were Huddersfield. And we weren't very good. The football gods, though. The football gods. <laughs> the football gods. Nuno. I think that, that. I think with all Nuno those stats, ball. Burnley have got this at, against us, though. Burnley very rarely win against us. Uh, uh, Bristol City. That's yeah. why I went to Bristol City. Where I've got a good record there, haven't we? <laughs> I just think with the, how that stat came out before the game, I just thought this is just written, isn't it? This would be. It's typical Wolves of old win out. How have Huddersfield only got one point since that game? Uh, they drew away. I to understand Cardiff. how yeah. they've got one. <laughs> <laughs> <That wasn't... laughs> it's just so how how does it work? Well, a, a friend, a friend, a friend of mine is a Newcastle fan, and Newcastle beat them two 0 at the weekend. He said, you know, it was two 0 but it should have been seven 0 He yeah. showed me like the stats, and Newcastle had something like twenty nine shots, and most of them were on target. Though I said the ones that were off target, only three hit, all hit the post. <laughs> And he, don't he make any sense, to, does it? That's when he was saying to me, I just don't understand how you've, with the form you're on, you've lost away there, but then Newcastle, who are 
worst in the table and they haven't played as obviously as well have nearly trounced them at home so yeah, that's just football there for you isn't yeah. it you know, football I've, do to you I've seen them a few times when they were on telly against Spurs as well and they were just they were almost waiting to be put out of the misery and it took Spurs I think it was 75 minutes or something like that um, but they did it in the end and it's just them two games against us they look what the world beaters for some ridiculous reason Oh, under two, play, di- just under players two... like Pritchard just seem to just yeah. look world class. He destroys us every time he plays mm-hmm. as Pritchard. Yeah, and it's two different games, two different formations, two different managers. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah, it just it's football, isn't it? Let's, yeah, let's put it down to bloody football. I do, I do know what you mean about knee jerk. I think if we, I know what I was saying about performance, but if it was against Everton, yeah, I don't think people would have been quite so negative. But the performance was the performance was shite, man. You've got to be. I don't. Th- There's no way that you can come out of that last night and still go. You know, we just go again. Look at what we've done so far this season. You can't be positive after that. There's no way. You have to. It's it's healthy. Did, to Martin, moan anyway. did Martina still look good? Look, look wise. Well, then that's all that matters, isn't it? Really, who cares? There's a man who looks that good playing for Wolves. Who is uh, despite being smacked in the face, he still looked better than I'm all. Just of us. telling you, don't why you know. This is why I'm not upset about it. Are, are you um, in the no beard or beard camp with Martinia? Uh, I didn't thought of that. Um, I need to make some graphs and okay. some um, research on that matter. Okay. Do a um, focus group, <laughs> and then I will come to my conclusion and tell you next time. I'm personally in the beard camp oh, for Martinia. Okay, definitely. okay, Dan beard. Do, you're in beard camp. I don't, beard seems more of a. He, I can't remember him having a beard before he came here, though. That's the weird thing. For Monaco, especially, and, and earlier in his career. He did have a beard, though, when he joined us, didn't he? Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. I just, for, for Wolves. I, I just think he's tried to look like Jack Price. Like, he's just thought, <laughs> when I come to the club, that's how they're going to embrace me. Gets home, home and there's like a massive Jack Price muriel next and to we'll Willie Lake Ludo Palais. <laughs> Uh, so look, what we got out of this is look, we lost Huddersfield, but we still hit the magic forty, and Matinia looks good. Yeah. So in fairness, it's actually a and Dave wants Nuno sacked. Maybe not that, but <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but ultimately, therefore, we can say it was a positive outcome. <laughs> Just let's oh. move on. Uh, right, we're going to do Cardiff. We're going to do the quiz. We're going to do twi- Twitter corner. All stuff like that after this. Welcome back to the show. Before we get on to Cardiff, just a word from our sponsors, Pickle, Pixel Yeti Media. I can never say it right every week. You guys having a white Pixel then? <laughs> I say this advert every single week and I still fluff it up. Pixel Yeti Media. Still fluff it up. That's the one. Sorry, Dan. Sorry, Dan. Anyway. <laughs> if you need to, just go through. I mean, I'm going to watch it either way. Can I have a glass, Look, can I have a glass of water, please? <laughs> Pixel Yeti Media. If you're looking for a web designer or a business needs a new logo or a bit of marketing, go check them out. They're not just web designers, they're a creative agency that cover all your design needs from websites to brochures to signage to marketing, logo design and branding. So go check them out at pixelyetimedia.com. Gentlemen, we're going to do Cardiff preview. Just just as we lose Huddersfield, what's the best thing for us to play? Another relegation struggling team. It's a great week of fixtures, isn't it, really? Collins' a great, return. A great week of fixtures. So it's on Saturday, 3 o'clock kickoff at home. A nice, rare 3 o'clock kickoff, everybody. Always good. <laughs> Everyone agrees. 
totally agree, to be honest, totally agree. Uh, right, it's a big relegation battle for Cardiff. As of recording, when you listen to this, Cardiff could be in the relegation zone following the results on Wednesday night. Um, and they will really be scrapping for everything uh, for this game. Uh, two back-to-back defeats uh, at home to both Everton and Watford, or 5-1 to Watford and 3-0 to Everton. Earlier on the season, Cardiff won 2-1 um, at their place, so they're also looking for a double-double. It could be be a double-double. Is this perhaps the worst time to play Cardiff, Cardiff, gentlemen, given the fact that they are going to be scrapping for it to uh, get points on the board in their relegation battle? There's never a good time to play a Neil Warnock team, is there, ever? It's just... (laughs) I can't believe from going from... Even though we know the the bogey team stats and stuff, from going from thinking, well, it's six points, it has to be six points this time, to now thinking, well... They've they've gone down by an average of two goals per game, so we we might scrape a one nil against them on Saturday. It's it's just I have no idea how it's going to go because mm. if they if they come back and they have a bit of kick up the arse and get a reaction, then brilliant, superb. But I, I just can't see I can't see that, that being that huge an improvement in such a short space of time. It feels like it's it's going to be a it could be another classic. Cardiff will turn up, defend deep. Go for the counter, go for the set piece, hoping for something. Ben's just praying here no, for the set piece. Five nil. That's what I think it will be. Oh, oh, what, another God, I've told you about this. We don't even score five goals on FIFA anymore. I have to, we have to make people aware that in the group chat where we say what's everyone's prediction, Ben's is every single week without foul, no matter who. I think I've done a couple of fours. <laughs> it's always five nil. Mass City away, five nil. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Well, it might be 4-0 that way. Yeah, I yeah. think I was quite negative. <laughs> but it feels like that, doesn't it? That Cardiff are going to... You will get the impression Cardiff, I think, right. Despite Walls' recent result, it is a way getting a point. You <gasps> a rival podcast that you're playing Why are we well? playing other podcasts on this show? <laughs> Thank you very much. How's that even happened? Oh, to be fair, he is on his lock screen. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. That couldn't have been the worst es- thing. I think that's espionage right there. Mikey. Honestly, Stu... You just always at it with rival podcasts. Um, yeah, it just feels like they will turn up thinking they can get a point here. It's annoying because they've basically got a blueprint on how to beat us. Mm. Just watch last night and just do the same as that. Yeah, but that's the that's the sense of any teams um, away. Well, they play us away, play deep, counter set piece, yeah, get the goal, get, play deep. It's again. just perfect for teams that aren't that good as well. Though mm. just nullifying Neves, getting his passes to our wing backs, and that's it. That's how you beat us. Uh, it's more pinning Cody as well. Yeah. Cody didn't play a diagonal ball last night until the 81st minute. They had two up front the majority of the game, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Do you change the formation? Because people, a lot of people talked about last night how the current formation isn't working again and it should be changed again. Do you change it again? Is it too much to change it now? Uh, I don't see how you can. I think you've just got to have the capacity to change it during the game if if it needs to be. I'd go the complete opposite of last night and go back to three four three and just go at them. From the start, just go, just just blitz them and just try and just go for it and just try and outscore them and try and get a five. But because there's not, you score early, they're going to have to come out, aren't they? Or, or what they're going to do, sit back all game again. There's no point. We all know what they're going to sit back, so there's no point having five in the middle. They're not going. They're not going to press. I mean, that's one thing impressive about them last night. That they work right again. You think well, they're going to get knackered. They're going to tire soon, and they never did against us. They seem to against everyone else, but against us, they never they never started getting tired. Cardiff are not that kind of team. They'll sit. They'll sit in two banks of four, and blind set pieces. Yeah, all game. exactly. We know mm. exactly what they're going to do. So that you might as well just go all out attack 
have two wide men and Jimenez in the middle as a focal point. We've got nothing to lose. We're not going to get down there with a magic 40. So... Just, just <laughs> making sure. So we might as well go 3-4-3 three, three again. Uh, do you change the side at all? Do you freshen up a bit? Try all right. Try away. Try away. Yeah. For, I would play try away over Jota, I think. Does he... As a as a three four three though. No, if you if you play in the same shape, then I would start him in place of Jota, and he do the same role as Jota would. If you change the shape, then I would play Troy mm. on one of the sides, and in both scenarios, I think if if we go three, if we go like what's what shape would you call it three four three, then um, then obviously I think Dem Donk is sacrificed, isn't it? I mean, I, I'd sacrifice Neves after last night. I'm going to put Adam Martino and Dendonka in, in, in a 3-4-3 with Traore, Jota and Jimenez up front. He won't, he won't uh, drop Neves though, will he? He's supposed he's done, to. He did it before. He did it at Fulham. Mm. So, I mean, after he, he, he'd had a bad run before he was suspended, so why not? It might benefit him being dropped for a game. I'd, I'd actually like to see Dendonka and Martino as a pair. We have seen it, or we kind of seen it. Didn't, was it against Chelsea? We had to hit them and um, Gibbs White. Or no, say something. I've yeah, said yeah. and Gibbs White. But maybe that. I just think perhaps. I know he's had a consistent team, but I think now you might need to chop freshen and change the odd yeah. player and freshen it up. I mean, keep the defence the same. Well, it's no I think it's mid- yeah. It's, no it's, it's, no. I mean, Ben, it's one booking away from a suspension now, so. So Sice will come in for two games, won't he? Yeah. When he's needed most and. Prime time BBC TV. Well, Bennett's got to get that out the way, hasn't he? No, it's eight. It's April. The cut off. No, but I mean, if he picks up a booking on Saturday, would he not miss two games? Yeah, would he not miss the cup game if he gets booked on Saturday? It'll be out for United, won't it? Someone tell us. Uh, Isn't it Chelsea the week after? Then United in the cup the week after that. Yeah. So if he gets booked on Saturday, it'll be out for the. Well, he's booked, booked it there or Chelsea's out of the cup yeah yeah. yeah yeah he's out isn't he? yeah positive positive get house back <laughs> <laughs> he's left back left wing back yeah we left him the number six for all okay <laughs> oh right well that's Cardiff I think Tom. predictions everybody Ben's already said it's going to be 5-0 4 Four, four nil, nil sorry. Four nil. Be a bit more realistic. No, that's. I don't think that's that unrealistic. They are so bad. Oh. <laughs> yeah, but this is Wolves though. Is as that well. an agreement, Graham? Then no, it's just it's Wolves. Isn't it? We don't even. Sc- I mean, what was our high score last season? Four one. Five one against Bolton. Oh yeah. And then four nil away. And we had three games in a row where we had four goals, three goals, and three goals in not many weeks ago. I know, but. I just think knowing Cardiff will pack it at the back, I can't see us scoring four goals. Just telling you. <laughs> I can't put your CV2 number in for you. I can only give you the winning bets. Okay. 2-1. Two, 2-who? Two, two, Wolves. Oh, <laughs> you didn't want to say that. <sighs> say what you feel. Just I say. think we will be... 1-0 down and win 2-1 Seems. but we could be 1-0 down and the fans turning before you know it it's 3-0 ok Stu yeah, I've got a really bad feeling about this so what are you going for 1-0 Cardiff oh. first, first one of Warnock on the pitch at the end yeah yeah. I don't, think, I, or I, don't, I don't think I can put two games in a row betting against Wolves though but 
I've just got a you could try though. <laughs> it's got a really bad feeling about Maybe it. a twenty percent discount on weather spoons. Two nil walls. Fine. Classic two nil again. Yeah. I think Fine. we'll win. I think we'll win. I think it'll be tense, but I think we'll win. And then everyone can be happy again, can't they? Yeah. Everyone can be happy. Right. It's the perfect time to do the quiz. Dan is back as quizmaster once again, as he's the one who does the quiz questions. It's me. Ben and Stu all all against each other. Now, there's been a um, civil war, mini civil war, discrepancy as it were, in the podcast WhatsApp group because Ben... Valid. Yeah, I think it is valid to an extent. There's been some devious characters in this quiz this season. So basically, as you know, listening to the show, the quiz master, either myself or Dan, will ask the question, everybody will give their answer, then the answer is revealed. Ben makes the valid point that perhaps some people tactically delay giving their answer because it gives them an advantage in the quiz, which I, which I get that. And, you know, there's been many heated discussions about a quiz on a weekly podcast that seems Just to affect more people. things like someone will, like, give their answer then someone will go, oh, oh yeah, well, yeah, I was going to go for that. Yeah, 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 so to, daft, tr- things like to that. try and combat that, see how it goes this week, Ben had requested whiteboards and I have got whiteboards just for Ben. Fantastic. So I'm going to give these whiteboards out now. Everyone, look, you've got a little... Uh, Little cloth as well. Why is your answers off? A very small cloth. <laughs> I'm scared about how big the whiteboard's going to be. So just you know, this cloth is the same size as that B. Seriously, <laughs> that's how big it was. Right, it's a bit one and a half. It inch. is. Oh, everyone's going to be I'm complaining excited. now that there's that there's a bomb this going off or something. Right here we go. There's a thing. So just find on this little pad from a game called Telestrations. I recommend it, everybody. Telestrations. Just uh, find a the blank. Square on here. There you go. There you go. I've got a blank square. I'll give out a pen to everybody. You know we should have, should have a. Why don't you take a picture and then put it in the in the, the can, link? We can do that with whoever picks the most stupid answer. We'll post that later. Okay. So I think this is how best going to work. We all. I'm going to get my cloth. There we go. I think this could backfire on me because I did use the use. You this have tactic. you have advocated this for so long. Yeah, I know. Well, this I'll... is uh, an MP getting a, an amendment yeah. for Brexit, and, and it backfired. And I'll be honest, it was Rich who was the number one culprit, I believe, of of such practices. This is like. Are the... you writing your name at the top of the <laughs> whiteboard? Possibly. This, this is, is the whiteboard. Nerd. Stupid. This is the whiteboard uh, <laughs> independent group of the, uh, the fancast. Just got to get political somehow. Right. Can I begin? Can we just agree that you will ask the question, we'll all write an answer, and then we have to reveal at the same time? Yes, uh, okay. but we will have to read our answer. Yes. Because otherwise, it's not a great audio no, no. <laughs> Right, Dan, it is the quiz. Uh, if you're listening, obviously, I hope you are and you haven't switched off. At uh, WFC Fancast on Twitter, we'd like to know how you got on with the quiz. Dan, please begin. In October 2007... Wolves ran out 3-2 winners at Cardiff. Neymar had two goal scorers that day. So one player scored two, and then there was another player. So what year was this, sorry? 2007. 2007. Interesting. Probably so. I can't actually write really well. So, Well, I can write. I'll accept pictures. My handwriting's terrible. You, you might have to. <laughs> uh, Come on, Dave. Is, I can't remember players from that day. Just actually, oh, doesn't seven. Hang on a minute. Hang on. Hang well, on. Hang on. I mean, hang all, on. All you've no, hang on. I've got my years wrong. Ah, uh, right. I got my years wrong. <laughs> oh, this is going to be completely wrong. But whatever. Two thousand seven. Two thousand seven. October. 
3-2 at Ninian Park. Oh, I've got this wrong. Oh, jeez. Oh, I've got this wrong. You're going to have to cut some of this out. This is <laughs> way too long. No, no, no. Hang on. This is, this is promotion year, wasn't it? No. No, that was the year Oh, hang on. No, I could, I, oh, I'm just going to rewrite I don't know. Same Ninian, answer. It's Ninian Park. I think this is the year where we got um, coins through the... Um, no, I think net. that was the year after. Right, well, it, happened, it happened every year because of the, it the, happened every <laughs> year. Yeah, because the year after they put double lots of double lots of um, it was on like chainmail fencing up. The final year we went there because they put this net curtain thing up, like Everton was, and um, just to stop objects. But then obviously coins go through nets, so it was like chainmail from Game of Thrones. Because right. is, everybody, is everybody is everybody around today? What was the month? October. Yes. <laughs> um. Right, I think we need. Yeah, time go on. Yeah, right, go okay. on then. Yeah. Go so on then. We're all gonna. Uh, should we do it one by one? So we're not. Okay. Put, your, put your pen down. Okay. Everyone so. put the pen down. Right. I will go first. My guesses are Eastwood and Keogh. Stew. Bothroyd and Craddock. Uh, ben. Keogh and Bothroyd. Keogh and Bothroyd. So we have a person in in the lead with one point, and that is Stew. Oh. With Craddock. Michael Kitely got the other two. Oh, okay. 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 So okay. Stu yeah. takes the lead. That's okay. fine. Question number, question number two. Who scored two goals for Wolves in a 3-1 win when we last beat Cardiff at home in April 2017? Who scored oh. two goals? Yeah, in a 3-1 win. Oh. In 2017? Yes. 3-1, yes. Cardiff, 2017. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay. April that, as well. <laughs> Thanks for reiterating. Uh... More writing, right, hang on, less hang on, thinking. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. There we go. I think I fucked it. Oh, pins down. Okay. Right. I've okay. gone for Costa. I have also gone for Costa. <laughs> Costa. Uh, Costa scored the one goal. Oh, the the world day. Danny Bat. I wouldn't have scored. Oh yes. Twice. Oh, yeah, I do. Yeah, I do he remember did. that. Two headers with his massive head. <laughs> he did. He did. Right. Oh, I'll get the picture now. I thought that was a bird for Costa. <laughs> it's, it's, it's something else. Oh, anyway. Some sort of third. Just continue. Just continue. Right. Former Cardiff and Wolves player Roger Johnson currently plays for what club? Oh, they know this answer. This is really annoying. I don't know whether I do. But if you put I've something got, down, I've got an answer. Okay, this is completely wrong, and I've okay. spelled it wrong as well. Stu, you can go first. Some Indian shit team. I don't mm. think that's right. I've gone for Brackley. Yeah. Dave. For some reason, I've written Vancouver, but I meant Vancouver. <laughs> the correct answer, unlucky Ben. It was Bromley. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Stu still leads one nil nil. That is. Wrong, but close. Can I get an update on how Ben is feeling about the whiteboard situation? Much, much better. better. Yeah. Okay. Right. A, Good it's a strong better. addition to the much quiz. Better. Okay. Right. This is, so yeah, last question before tiebreaker tie if needed. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Quite short. Give you like six answers to okay. play for. Okay, carry on. <laughs> Clip around the ear all in a minute. <laughs> last week would have been the late and great crocodile hunter Steve Irwin's 57th birthday <laughs> but name the two teams our own Dennis Irwin scored against for Wolves oh that's good that's good 
<laughs> really good question. Uh, right, that's one. Who I've got absolutely no, no idea. No, I'm, I'm trying to. I, I can't even remember him celebrating a goal. He wouldn't have celebrated, would he? It would have just been a small. It was like a classic, just hand in the air. I think. Yeah. I remember he scored an absolute pearl of a free kick at the North Bank end. Right, so I've made Why my choices. Why are you giving half an answer away? Just don't right. do that. Yeah, what actually, answers to give away? Actually, you actually. describe the goal. <coughs> actually. Yeah, but describing a goal yeah, saying sh- who was against. Shooting to every game of football the have ever played. <laughs> right, okay, are we done? Yeah. Uh, you can go first. I'll, I'll, again, I've spelled... Why, why do I keep spelling stuff wrong? New, Newcastle and Arsenal. Okay. Sure. <laughs> They're both spelled right, aren't they? Uh, maybe. Anyway, go on. Stu? Peterborough and Preston. Peterborough and Preston. Peterborough? When would Dennis Irwin have played against Peterborough? Could be a double bluff here. I've yeah. Dennis Irwin? Championship. Peterborough in the championship. He was there for two years. Because his legs Not went. Peterborough weren't there, were Peterborough? They? Peterborough were in the championship. Nah. Don't be right, daft. Anyway. Nah, you're wrong. Don't be daft. Ben. You're wrong. You know I mean, what? I'm getting a minus point for They were in the championship. Wasn't the Darren Ferguson? No. Nah. The, the many look, times he's been there? Look. Nope. Ben, what are you I've gone for Man United. I've gone for Man United and Bolton. Right. Hang on. Man United and Bolton for Ben. What were the answers? The correct yeah. answers were Burnley and Grimsby. Oh, okay. Obviously. Obviously. <laughs> when would he have scored against Man United? I don't know. I've got, Come on, Ben. <laughs> Stupid Peter, boy. At least he yeah, you can get a minus point for that, uh, Stu, that so stupid we, answer. Do we do the tiebreaker anyway, or Stu won the quiz? Uh, well, yeah, because well, I've met Stu on minus now because of that stupid Peterborough answer. Yeah, but I'm going to check them if they were. Just do the tiebreaker because it's fun. You're right. Well, tiebreaker yeah. before we get to Twitter corner. Former Huddersfield and Wolves 2009 Hall of Fame inductee Derek Parkin scored how many goals in his 609 league and cup appearances for Wolves? Okay. Somewhat roots in there. Derek Parkin, how many goals did he score during his time for Wolves? He played 609 games for Wolves. How many goals did he score? Okay, carry the two. Um, I'm going for a very bold answer here. So am I. Right, okay. Uh, ben, you go first. I've gone for naught. Naught? Oh. Zero. 13. I've gone for 44. The correct answer was ten. Ah, oh. So well, Stuart, you can have the yeah, you can, you can, have, you, can have the you quiz. can have the stupid quiz. So Stuart wins the quiz. Well done, Stu. Stu, I presume yeah, that I'm keeps a... you top. Yeah, well, I've got a two point lead over you now, though. Oh, he's he's building a little gap at the top now. Look at this, Ben. So just on reflection, how do you feel about the enjoyed it? Yeah, enjoyed it. Yeah, Dan, as the quiz master, did you appreciate and agree for whiteboards for future usage? I just thoroughly enjoyed the whole thing from start to finish. Good, like last night's game. Good, I'm glad. I put in a similar level of performance. <laughs> right. Anyway, final part of the podcast, everybody. It is time for Twitter corner. Uh, you can send us your questions at, at Doobie. Doobie. She was wrong. Two thousand and nine. They're in the championship. How dare you? Anyway. At Do We Do FC Fancast on Twitter, Facebook Wolves Fancast as well. You, you can send us questions there. I am going to go on Twitter right now. I'm going to go on our likes because that's where I keep all these questions at bay. And the first question is from Martin. Have you tried Alan Partridge's hand washing technique yet? <laughs> Skip. 
Now you can talk about it. No. Now go on, it's fine. Has anyone tried that yet? I haven't. No, Stu? It's trying it and not getting around at the same time. That's the tricky part. <laughs> uh, our good friend Hoops on the show says, Hi, Fancast. Love the show. That's nice to know, isn't it? Uh, following on from Carl Henry's comments on Twitter this week uh, regarding politics, it's got me thinking, who would make a good panel from ex-Wolves players for a Wolves question time and who would host? Thanks, and from your biggest fan, Ryan Kiss. Thanks, Ryan. Um, now, who would make a Wolves question time panel? I think you need someone quite stable, stern, uh, and fair. I think as your host, Sam Ricketts. I think Matt Murray presenting. Yeah. And if the BBC were pa- doing the panel, it would be. I'm just trying to think of four right wingers: Sean Newton, Michael Kitely, James Henry, and Darren Baisley. And Darren Baisley, four big right wingers. A load of more right wingers in the crowd. That's a politics joke for you all. Hey, Dan. I'm just completely bamboozled, to be honest. <laughs> I don't do politics. Um, you don't do politics? I don't do politics. Let's just leave the politics out. I forgot to vote in the referendum and now look where we are. <laughs> I wish you had. I did. No, I, I wish you'd forgot. <laughs> right, Brett, with the usual question every week. If a jogger runs at the speed of sound, can he still wear his iPod? Here. Here is iPod. Or here, yeah, that's what he said. Only if it's drum and bass. <laughs> uh, Andy Gorton, is five at the back a problem? 5-3-2 seems to limit us going forward, but 5-2-3 leaves us prone to be overrun in midfield. Uh, saying this wouldn't want Cody dropped, but not sure he can fit in a four. Interested to hear your thoughts. That's never going to change. The whole the whole team and systems are all built around three with two wingers, so it's not really... It's further up the field that's the problem. Anyone else? I think going back to what you said earlier, sometimes during the game, Nuno needs to switch it up a little bit and maybe sacrificing Cody for an attack more attacking player might come in benefit one game. Yeah. Especially when we're chasing a game, we've got nothing left to lose. Uh, Brizzle Wolf, um, is this a Nuno thing, not being able to overcome teams at the foot of the table? I think he had the same problems with previous clubs. And do you think they need to change the tactics about the about to accommodate the physical shithouse teams? Brackets, what a season we're having, though. I I just think that the style of play that we do that we do use can can be gotten around by defending deep. And if we don't, if we score early, then like last night, if we'd have scored early, not that we had any chances, but if we would have, then the, it would have been easy. We would have absolutely coasted through the game. So it's it's difficult to say. I mean, on record this year, yeah, we have had difficulty, haven't we? So. But we had difficulty last season, and we ended up with ninety nine points because we had better players than everyone else. So it's it. I think playing the system with better players will kind of help towards that anyway. But that's building blocks. Uh, Ash Dolan, in honour of Pokemon Day, who was your favourite Pokemon? Now, I'm sorry, these are the questions. Now, this is where I come alive on these type of questions. It's this one. I, Why are you um, recording this? I'm not recording it because I, 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 I did my research as well and I saw this question earlier. Okay. Obviously, it's Pikachu. And as a, as a, <laughs> as a, a youngster, I actually had a, a small Pikachu who lived on top of the telly. Stu is showing me a picture of what seems to be a bedroom and a small That's Pikachu. That's his current bedroom. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anyone else a Pokemon fan? Because if, if I want to do my spiel and no one gets it, there's no point. Uh, I, When I played the games, yeah. I would tend to get... Um, the Squirtle at the start. Right, here we go. This Pokemon is, this... Blue, you, Squirtle. But, but you the Pokemon... issue was, if you did get Squirtle and you went to Brock's gym first, 
He was easy, though. No, because no, he was rock one, wasn't he? He was rock. So it's no Pokemon Yellow if you had the electric <sighs> one. You couldn't do anything to it, so you had to like train up a Weedle or something. Red, red all the way. Pokemon Red. Oh, Pokemon Blue. See, right, this is my my point. Po- uh, Pokemon coolest. Bulbasaur, Charmander. <laughs> Bulbasaur, Charmander, Squirtle, the start, yeah. right? Bulbasaur is your, your choice. You always pick Bulbasaur. He's the best one. Because the, Well, the first two bosses were on the Rock one and the Water one is after that as well. Squirtle, yeah, you can have Squirtle. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Charmander's like your hipster's choice. Oh, look at me, I'm going to... He gonna, is cool. He's I'm the gonna, coolest, isn't he, I think? Yeah, but it's like, oh, yeah, look at me, I'm going to be the Rock type with the Fire type. No. It's hipster's choice. Come on. I just, I just can't even with this show at times. <laughs> Where do we go from Pikachu and isn't it a detective now? Yeah, voiced by Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, we've lost. The, the world's gone. The game's gone. The world's gone. Global warming's next. <laughs> Game no of deal Brexit. Game of Thrones as well. Can't yeah, I can't be doing with that either. Thank, thank you. Thank Dragons you. and just loads of penises. Or it's what Game of Thrones is. That's what. If you listen to the episode of South Park, it's just dragons and incest. Yeah. That's it. It's all made up, isn't it? And with predetermined endings, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it who, who, who could it possibly? Is. It is. Who'd pay money to see that? Exactly. It's funny Nonsense. how it's, it's funny how people uh, kind of debate about. Oh, I wonder if so and so is the the Snow King or something like care. that. No. Oh, and you know. Yeah, but Game of Thrones is not advertised as a sport. Yeah, that is weird though. I do, I do agree with that. <laughs> it shouldn't be anymore. It shouldn't be. It's just you know you were going to watch a show or a theatre show. It's Your not description sport. was that was that clear that you were talking about? Yeah, no, it gives us the eyes that he's trying to agree with us, but blatantly just all about that, isn't it? But on that note, everybody. That is the podcast for this week. Thank you for listening. You can follow us all week on social media for your loves and trolls. Type in Wolves Fancast and you'll find us there. And you can get us on Acast and Spotify and iTunes or wherever you prefer to listen to your podcast. We'll be back next week to talk about that game against Cardiff. And we'll be previewing FA Cup quarterfinal action, baby. Up for the cup. It's back. We're all up for the cup still, aren't we? Um, Yes, it's a resounding yes. The Pokemon chat's got me down. (laughs) Yeah. For this week, it's bye from Dan. Bye. Bye from, bye from Ben. Bye. Bye from Stu. Pika Pika. <laughs> I ain't driving you on tonight, man. You grown adult. <laughs> it's bye from me. See you next time. If you served in the Vietnam, Gulf War, or post-9-11 eras, you may be eligible for expanded VA benefits. A new law known as the PACT Act provides disability compensation, health care, free toxic exposure screenings, and more to veterans who are exposed to toxins during their military service. You can submit a claim for your PACT Act-related benefits now. Claims received by August 9, 2023 may be paid back to August 10, 2022. Visit va.gov pact to learn more and file your claim.